Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. All right, I hear somebody making comments about my coat, so. <laughs> All right. I didn't even think there'd be anybody here, so. Anyways, but... Um, if you have your Bibles <laughs> this morning, I want you to turn to the book of uh, Proverbs. Let's pray. Lord, we're thankful and humbled that we're getting excited about our new building. And Lord, I want to publicly thank all those that are here that have volunteered already so much to, uh, Lord, just to come in and do so many things and that would have even cost us more money, but they were able to come in and the gifts that you've given them and the things that they've been able to do. And Lord, I'm thankful and I'm humbled even as a, a pastor to see all this coming together. So Lord, as we look to your word today, I know everybody here needs wisdom some way, somehow, in a certain area of their life. So I just pray that you would show us today in your word, in Jesus' name, amen. You know, we're gonna look at Proverbs chapter one, and we're gonna look at verse seven and how that wisdom uh, changes your life as a believer. But you know, I often quote this verse and sometimes I'll drive home from speaking and so forth, and where it says, if you ask the Lord for wisdom, he'll give you as much as you want. That's true. And then I try and say, well, did, did I apply it enough or do we take it to everyday life to where, you know, how does that happen? I was watching the news uh, Friday night, I think, I don't know if you saw this on the news, but I didn't know this till a few months ago. If you're in law, law enforcement, you probably know this, but uh, <clears throat> I think it's Walmart and Target and so forth. But if someone is stealing something now, you're not really, as an employee, you're not really supposed to stop them. And because of <clears throat> someone could get hurt or different things and so forth. And I, I know we all have different thoughts on that. But anyways, so a guy talking about not thinking, a guy was in Walmart this week and he runs in and he steals the cash register. Now, I don't know how that happens. I don't even know, well, I don't even know how it's not bolted down. I don't know what it was. But anyways, he got away with the whole cash register, right? And he was gone. I mean, they, they couldn't find him, anything. The guy's, he's got the money, everything. <laughs> The only problem was he went on social media to show everybody uh, what he had stolen. And so <laughs> more than one person recognized this gentleman and he had been in Florida and he had drove to North Carolina. So the authorities went and arrested him all because he went on social media and was showing everybody what he was able to do. And I thought, wow, you know, what in the world are people thinking and, and what goes through somebody's thought process? And I start thinking, you know, all the things that we have seen change when it comes to thinking, when it comes to uh, chat 
GBT or whatever it's called now, and everybody, not everybody, but the majority of people in Hollywood are upset because you can actually speak into what you want as a script, and it'll write a whole movie for you. Now it's going one step further to where it's going to actually be able to completely articulate the voice of any certain actor so now all those voiceover actors are, could lose their job. So what I'm getting at is we're, we're at a time of artificial intelligence, which really is, it is, we don't know where that's headed. But God tells us as a believer, in, and I want you to get this, if you don't get anything else today, I want you and I to understand, because I forget this a, a lot too, that as a believer, you are always ahead, way ahead, or could be ahead, because God wants to give us what the Bible says is wisdom. Wisdom is different than, than book knowledge. It's different than being able to have common sense. It's wisdom. Wisdom is spiritual. Wisdom can only come from God. So knowing as we, we look to the Lord's uh, word, and, and we're going to look at that verse in a minute, knowing that, that wisdom can change the area of your life that you are maybe struggling with, you're being tempted with, or you're, you're not sure how to parent in a certain way or how to deal with a job situation. As a believer, you have something so unique. We have and that's what's called wisdom. And the Bible says, if we ask the Lord, he'll give us as much as we want. So how does that happen? Well, look at Proverbs chapter 1 and, and Proverbs chapter 1 and look at verse 7. Begins in this way. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge or of wisdom. The problem is that we are having today in many ways as believers, our, our, our bar as far as being this high today, it's really easy to hit that. You say, what are you, what are you talking about, Dallas? What I'm talking about is this. When it comes to living the, a, a right way or doing, trying to do the right thing, it's real he, easy to hit. I mean, there's not much in our society today that's pointed to that says that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. I mean, really anything goes as far as what we're living in. So that being the case, you and I might think that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good here. And the Lord's saying, I'm going to give you wisdom for your life, for your marriage, for your job situation, for something nobody else is dealing with except you. I'm going to give it to you. But the way it begins is your reverence for my way of living. People wonder why God's not going to, not doing certain things in their life. We're living in many ways the same way as the world. I'm not here to get down on you. I'm here just to tell you, if you really want God to show you what to do in this life, are you and I willing to live, to have a reverence when God says there's a certain way to live? There's a certain way to live, and it's right here. And if you're willing 
to, to, to not perfect, but if you're willing to try and you're willing to say, Lord, I, you know, help me when I, when I slip up here, but Lord, I have a reverence for your word. You're, you're not just the man upstairs. I can't stand when I hear somebody on television say, well, you know, I'm, I'm followed by what the man upstairs is. No, he's not the man upstairs. He's God who is in heaven, who's the creator of all. And when we have a reverence and a loving fear for his way of living, see, because it goes on further to say, fools despise wisdom and instruction. I was trying to get something across to somebody, I'll keep this real generic, two weeks ago, and I know no matter what I was going to tell them, they weren't going to change the way that they were living. So I just kind of used the excuse, I just turned around and left. I just wasn't going to talk to them anymore. Because they were set in the way that they were going to live. They wanted to skirt around a certain way God says to live, and they wanted the Lord to come through anyways, but they didn't want to change their lifestyle. God wants to work and help you and help me and to know that wisdom is spiritual and he does want to help you. He doesn't want to see you struggle in life. He doesn't want to let the devil come in and knock you down all the time or have you be lonely or be discouraged. When we are willing to have a reverent fear, in other words, we're willing to, to have a reverence for his way of living, that's the beginning. All right, secondly, what God tells us and go back just a, a few chapters in Psalm in chapter 90, Psalm 90 and verse 12. Psalm chapter 90 and verse 12. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. What, what do we talk about a lot here at City Church is that I honestly believe because you were willing to take out of your busy Day, week, whatever you start, today's the first day of the week that we know that we live in. <clears throat> that you are willing to say, as a believer, I'm going to start my week out here. I'm going to worship the Lord this first day. And I honestly believe a blessing already begins to happen in your life because you chose to say, I believe, Lord, I want you to put my week together. So I'm going to start it by worshiping you. Tell you, every time I drive by high schools on Sunday morning, it kind of ticks me off because they're full. They're full. The parking lot is full of sports activities. Now, if you know me well enough, I, no one likes sports more than I do. But when a parent is, not all the time, I've said before, I'm not legalistic. If your kid has a tournament every now and then, I get that. I understand that. But consistently, we go from soccer to Little League baseball, then to wrestling, it never stops now. What I'm getting at is a parent then teaches their child that this is more important than worshiping God on the first day of the week. Now, you can get mad at me or you, whatever you want. I'm here just to tell you what God is saying. So when a kid gets older and you try and navigate those high school years with them, you're going to have a foundation that they have a reverence for what you're telling them that this says. 
that God's word says? And what does the Bible tell us here to begin with? And it's life. It teaches to number our days. It goes by so fast. We only have so much time with each one of us. So much time as we go fly through this life. So when the Lord is saying, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. The more you and I realize how fragile this life is, the more we're going to want to know how to actually live. The, let me say it again. The more you and I look at it and we know how quickly life can be taken out, how, how fast it goes in front of us, we're going to want to look at life and say, man, I want to make this count. And so if I want to make this count in this life, and you know what? I want to make it a little bit easier. I want to say, Lord, I, I want to look to you. And the way I'm going to do that, I'm a, I'm a, I want you to help me. And the way that I know that is because if I look to you, you're going to teach me. Do you know as you look at, and we all study them, multi-multi-millionaires. And if we, when we study multi-multi-millionaires, and they have so, they get up at four in the morning, and they, they still have their day planned out, and they do everything that they need to do to get ahead. And guess what? They get ahead. They get ahead. There is no question. And they have become multi-millionaires, all right? But what happens? Many of them have been married four times. They're alcoholics. What's, what's wrong with this picture? They've achieved everything in this life, but the most important things, think about that. Someone who is so intelligent that they know how to become a multimillionaire. It takes a lot of books since it takes a lot of conversation, a lot of dedication to get there. But that they have failed miserably in many areas of life. Because they don't learn that in a, you don't learn that in a book. It only comes through this principle, God's word, flowing into your life. And God will teach us what we need for this year. This year is totally, going to be totally different than last year. In a way that you and I can balance whatever it is that we're going to face. You, you went through some things last year you thought you never were going to go through. How'd you get through that? As a believer, you relied on God's way of looking at it. And by your faith and trusting and saying, Lord, I, I can't, I, I don't know how to do this. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, God directs you. That's wisdom. By faith, we're willing to put our trust in what we believe in this book for every area of our life. Because I'm here to tell you, if you get up at four in the morning and you work hard and you work hard and you work hard, you will be successful in this life. But you will look around and, and as I heard one, almost a billionaire being interviewed on his private jet of $22 million and he's sitting there and he second-guessing what he has done in life. He says, I got everything. I don't have to worry about money ever the rest of my life, but my kids and 
yeah, my marriages and different. We can't do that without the Lord. So I'm here to tell you today that you are, you are on the right path if you're willing to say, I'm going to put my life and I'm going to let the Lord teach me. I'm going to let the Lord do it. And, I, and because the way the Lord teaches me, then he's going to teach my kids. It's going to flow over to them. Because if he doesn't teach my kids, the prince and the power of this air will teach them the other way. Look at one other couple more verses and we'll close. We look to wisdom today as a believer. In the book of uh, Colossians, the New Testament, Colossians in, in chapter 2, <clears throat> verses 1 through 3. For I want you to know, this the apostle is writing to them and he's, he's sharing an insight. I want you to know uh, there's a great fl- conflict. I have for you and those in Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh that their hearts being encouraged, being knit together in love. You know, let me stop there. It's interesting. You know, he's writing because he can't be with them as much as he would like. And it was interesting, if you didn't know this, about Summit County, about the area that we live in. There was a, there was a study done uh, back in, the, it was either late 70s or early 80s. I think it was the late 70s. And do you know that in the area that we live in, the Summit County, of any other area in the United States, there were more people, there were more families that got together for Thanksgiving than any other area in the United States, Summit County. And, and, you know, as we think about that, there was an insight that we, that it's the, as you look back at that time, the study didn't also say it was a, one of the most saturated spiritual areas in the United States. Think about that. What the Lord is saying is there's something about believers knowing that if I'm not sure how to go about this, I can call, I can get together with a brother and sister in Christ and, and I know they'll give me an insight of wisdom that maybe I didn't look at it that way. Isn't it amazing what the Lord does, the wisdom that he gives us through other believers? This is what he says. Let me, let me continue. That their hearts being encouraged being knit together in love and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ. Here it is. And whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That's what it says. In whom are hidden not maybe sometimes, not maybe most of the time, all the time. In whom, in other words, in God, every answer that you need for your life, you might not have it right now, but God's going to give it to you. It's hidden. 
God's hidden it. He wants us to search it out. He's not just going to give. He wants us to open up his word and to the power of the Holy Spirit. We say, I, I see what the Lord is trying to tell me for what I'm facing right now in life. If we ask the Lord for get wisdom, he'll give me as much as I need. And the way he does is we seek it out in his word. And as we do, here's what I'm here to tell you today is we're going to close a minute. It's going to make your life so much easier. Do you know if you've worked alongside beside somebody or maybe another family member or coworker that you've had and as years go by, you'll hear this comment, hey, hey, Joe or, or Mary or, hey, I, I got I got a question. I mean, we, we face the, the same things, but it seems to, the life seems to flow a little bit better for you than me. Why, why is that? It's because we were willing to search God's word out. We're willing to have a reverence for his word and understand what he says in Proverbs that wisdom is the principal thing. All of us, all of us, including me, do not ask the Lord enough for wisdom. We do not open this word up enough. And if we are willing to do it, I'm just here to tell you, hey, God will make your life so much easier. And you know what? It's not as complicated as you. You don't have to spend hours upon hours a day reading it. You take the time for the Holy Spirit, and you sit down for a few minutes at night or in the morning and have your devotions, and it will change your day. It will change your week. God will change your life. Amen. You're his child. He knows exactly what you need. You know, when a mom takes a, a, a baby to the doctor and as, as intelligent as the doctor is, who does he rely on to know really exactly what's wrong with that little baby? Lies on that mom. Because that mom knows that baby better than any doctor ever will. I'm not saying a doctor will be able to pinpoint will or she will. But what I am saying is that God knows exactly what you're going to face this week, what I'm going to face. And he's going to give it to you if we're willing. Let's look at this last verse. It talks about wisdom. In the book of Revelation, chapter 13, verses 16 through 18. As we live in this crazy time that we're living in, Revelation 13, 16. It talks about the Antichrist, the one who's going to be the one world leader at the end of this world as we know it, and we're rapidly approaching that. Revelation 13, 16, the Antichrist, he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark, and on their right hand or on their foreheads. And that no one will buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Listen to verse 18. Here is wisdom. Let him who has an understanding, it's us as believers, if we're willing to listen, calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of man. His number is 666. Now, here's wisdom. 
What is the new world order trying to do right now? Once you, you see this. The new world order, and we are in the time of the end. Whether you, whether you want, I'm not here to scare you, whether you want to believe me or not, we're here. And this new world order is trying to, to break down the last thing before the Antichrist comes upon the scene, and that is where we live. That's the United States of America. Why in the world do we look at the southern border? We see, how can this, why does this keep going? Why is this happening? It's worse than it's ever been. We don't see it in the news there because they know we're trying, they're trying to crumble the strength of the world is the United States. I don't mean that uh, boastfully in any way. I just, I want you to see this picture. Do you know in New York City, the last week in New York City, that they took 2,000 kids out of one public high school, okay, and moved all the illegal immigrants into that high school for living quarters. <clears throat> it's not going to stop. What, what, what am I saying then? I just want you to be aware of where we're at. See, when we're aware of what we're living in, <clears throat> it makes us see what's the most important thing. Amen. What's the most important thing is your family, is your faith, okay? And, and to know that there's, we're running out of time and this is crazy what we're living in. And, and all these people that we see going in these stores, you've seen it like I have just stealing everything and everybody just standing by and they're doing it. Uh, Houston, yesterday, the day before, there was a shootout right in the street. I think two police officers were injured. And the guy's just, just firing and I'm just going crazy at the police officer. I'm thinking, and then he's running down the street. And this, this is crazy what we're living in. And then yeah, I could go on and on. I want I'm just I, I just want you to be aware that this time or never that we're living in, we need to ask the Lord for wisdom. He'll give it as much as you need. And it's right here. It's in his word. And as a believer, you're one up on any multimillionaire, anybody, any president, any you are way ahead of the game because the Lord knows you. The Lord knows what's gonna happen next, and he's gonna equip you and show you exactly what you need to have peace and to have joy in this world. You know, one more thing with that, the mark of the beast, and we'll close. Right now, you can go to some major cities where there's a Whole Foods or, or also uh, Amazon stores, and, and you can now, that, that's becoming reality, what I just read. Years ago, it was just like, in movies, or you would read it out of the Bible, you had no frame of reference, but you can go to Whole Foods or Amazon, you can actually pay with your hand. I don't know if you knew that or not, but you can actually go, you sign up with your credit card and take an imprint of your, your hand and your finger, and then you don't, you don't need your card, you don't need anything. You just, as you're leaving, you just pay with your hand. If you don't think that we are not living at the end of the end, we are. And what, what's the most important thing? A day with the Lord is like a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. We want to do whatever we can to reach people for heaven. And as long as we live in this life, we also want to 
we want them to have the joy and the peace. Hey, I, I, I go to bed at night and I'm so thankful that, that yeah, we all have aches and pains and all those things, but I got a peace. I, I have a joy in my life. You can't get any other way except through here. May God give you the wisdom. May you ask him. May he open your word up for exactly what you need every day in this time that we live in. It's turbulent that he will show you personally, professionally, as a parent, as a child, anything you can think of, God will show you in this time that we live in. Take the time to ask him for wisdom. As a believer, you are unique. You are spiritual, and he will direct you through this life. And you will not look back someday and say, I wish I'd have done this, I wish I'd have done that. You will live with a sense of accomplishment and of peace and of joy because you let the Lord direct you. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today, and, you know, I'm going to just encourage and challenge you to <clears throat> whatever it is in your life, Maybe nobody else knows. But right now, just say, Lord, I'm going to ask you for wisdom. Lord, will you help me? Lord, will you make it a priority that I open your word up and it will be a catalyst in my life, not for next year, but for today, for tomorrow, for this week? Wisdom is the principal thing as a believer. Wisdom. And as a believer, you're already equipped through the power of your spirit. Let him help you make life easier by call upon him. Lord, we come to you today, Lord, as we always do. Lord, if there's someone watching, Lord, let them know all they've got to do is say, Jesus. I believe who you are. I can't figure everything out, but I know that you died on the cross for all of my sins and shed your perfect blood for me. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. From this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Give me wisdom for this life. Lord, we thank you as we gather in this place. Lord, we're excited for our church family and for the days ahead. Lord, give us wisdom. And Father, as we always do and we always will, if there's someone here, may a friend bring a friend or a family member or whether it's after the cert, whenever, Lord, if someone's here today as Ben leads us in this invitation time, may they come forward and I can open up your word tell us for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved there's someone here today may they not leave without you in Jesus name amen I hope Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit has spoke to you today through his word you know, no matter what you go through no matter what you face in life I want you to know that through the one Jesus Christ through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me.
And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his Son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.